episode 20 of the Brannigan Communications Podcast. I'm your host, Jasmine Spaulding, and I am here with Sally Brannigan and Julie Doherty. Welcome. Hello. Hello. How are you guys today on this gloomy Monday? It Doing feels good. it feels fallish, that's it for does. sure. I love fall. Me too. It's my favorite. I know, I enjoy it. We have birthdays in fall. So oh, like so that's extra, extra special. Yes. Celebratory. Yeah, that's great. So today we are kind of talking about this small yet very important thing in Milwaukee called Small Walkie. I don't know if anyone has any knowledge about our backgrounds, but we are all coming from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Sally, I know you are not from Milwaukee, so do you want to explain like your background and where you grew up and how you ended up here for those who might not know? Well, I spent most of my adult time until until our first child was born in Seattle, so bigger city, complete with the problems of traffic and not being able to afford to live close to your work because the cost of living is so high. So Milwaukee was a great like a wonderful transition for us, especially heading into a time when we wanted to be able to be at home and sometimes we're trapped at home because you have little kids and needed to be able to get to work quickly. Yeah, so Milwaukee's been just the perfect combination for us of um, big city kind of cultural opportunities and yet easy to get around and and a real network like you run into people you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was growing up, my dad was in the service, so we moved around a lot to different um, cities. Mostly we lived in suburbs or outside of big cities uh, and on Air Force bases. But as a child, I don't think you really pay that much attention. Mm-hmm. What you have is seems normal to you. Then we lived in Seattle. I went to college there, so it was pretty much big city life until we got here. So Milwaukee's been refreshing and... Um, just a great place to work and raise mm-hmm. a family. Yeah. So when when did you come across this Milwaukee idea? I guess it didn't occur to me until we got to the point where we were trying to buy a house here. And then we had, even at a low-ish income when we started out, we could still be close to downtown in a reasonable place to live, mm-hmm. which would not have ever happened in in Seattle, certainly. Yeah, I can yeah, imagine. On, on one income so that one of us could stay home with Katie. Yeah, it was it was nice. It's a lot. And Julie, I know that you are born and raised in Wisconsin. I am. So coming from like a native perspective, has the idea of small walkie always been really obvious to you or was it something you didn't think about or um I think for my family it's always been really obvious. My Dad was a salesman, so we grew up and he knew everybody. Like, we'd go places and, like, he would know anybody that was in the place. Um, So I feel like my family has that vibe of knowing, like, there's connections to people through different, um, I don't know. All of your circles interconnect. Yeah, different circles. It's a Doherty magic. Yes. Yeah. So I guess we should probably explain what Smallwalkie is for those who may not know. Um, so it's this idea and this notion that people in Milwaukee are always separated by like X amount of individuals. It's essentially, like six degrees of calculation. Yeah, essentially it's saying that even though we are a, a city, we tend to kind of meet people and be easily connected to individuals that we didn't know we could be connected to due to this other connection. 
something like that along those lines. So, um, so what does that mean to you? Like, how has that impacted you personally or professionally? Um, so I have a good story. Um, that's more on the personal side. So about 10 years ago, um, I had joined a gym or whatever, and this girl started working out with me and we were just talking and I think we became Facebook friends mm-hmm. or whatever. And one day she came up to me and she's like, oh, is Mike Hamill your brother-in-law? And I'm like, yeah, he married my sister or whatever. He, she's like, I grew up right next door to his mother and I'm named for his grandmother. And they have the same birthday. I'm like, what? <laughs> like this girl I met yeah. is named after my brother-in-law's grandma. That it's is like wild. The, yeah, it's the craziest thing. So like they grew up knowing each other and mm-hmm. like have all this family, you know, people in common. And it's just crazy that like those kinds of things happen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go Oh, go professionally... I mean, there's always people you, you know, you meet, but no other people. I'm trying to think. I don't have a specific example um, working at the moment. I have to think about that. That's fine. We can come back. I know that um, a couple, like, while talking to Brannigan people, um, you know, people kind of end up, have ended up at Brannigan because of a third party that they end up meeting. You know, I know Grace is one of them. She was a student of Kathleen's, and Mm -hmm. that's how she ended up interning thus being here for a couple years now um sally i know you probably know a lot more professionals in the area possibly um has there ever been a moment where you see like a small walkie come to life i feel like this whole like brannigan the company is kind of a small walkie phenomenon because like you said we tend to hire people we end up we choose the best candidate, but it often ends up being somebody that somebody else has already worked with or mm-hmm. knows. And I, we have a, a great culture and a nice kind of, even the non-work side of our relationships, I think, is really supportive. And friends, like we're friends. And you see it in um, the work and in the fun that we have. And I think that's partly because of the size of the city and the nature of that, that Midwestern kind of friendliness. I remember when Tom and I were dating, uh, I came back a couple times at Christmas time to spend the after Christmas time with his family. And we would always go back to Seattle on the same plane. And the conversation, it never failed. It would come up like, why is everybody so nice? You just go into a store and people are nice. Mm-hmm. It's very like neighborly mm-hmm. in a way that I don't think the coasts are. I think maybe it's, I feel like our pace is not slow, but our friendliness is there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Milwaukee really exhibits that. And I think we have the benefit of the major employers and the major businesses in town. It's a small enough number of them that you really have to cross over. Like never do you uh, leave a, a workplace and not run into people from that same workplace again at a next job or at a different, you know, with a different client. Everybody's kind of moving in the same circle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, me being fairly-ish, new-ish. I don't know. When do you stop considering yourself new to a city? I don't, I'm not really sure. Somebody um, told me when we moved course, here, yeah. they said, um, you won't feel at home. So we moved from Seattle to Milwaukee. You won't feel at home until two years have passed, but it'll be almost exactly two years. And I was like, oh, I'm very adaptable. It'll be one. Yeah. I give myself <laughs> one year. And then at one year, I didn't even think about it. I was so like underwater. 
but at almost exactly two years, all of a sudden I had this epiphany. I'm like, oh, I really do feel like it's home here. Yeah. So I feel like that's the, I give that, that time even at a job. That seems long, but yeah. it just takes that long to really know, get your bearings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, especially being from Chicago, you know, I moved away after college and then never really moved back to Chicago. And prior to being here, I was living in central Illinois, which was a very small area um, that we were in. And it's weird coming to a city that obviously isn't as large as, you know, Seattle or Chicago, but um, but it still felt small. Like, I loved the, like, no traffic. Like, even to this day, I overestimate how long it takes me to get to point A to point B just because I'm so used to there being, like, traffic and accidents. So that part is great. Um, but even then, like, being new to anywhere, like, you don't know anyone and, like, you don't know like who the big businesses are it was just very odd to move somewhere and have literally have no one know who you are or like what you're what you're doing there so anyways long story short um when I moved here I kind of started to like build my network and I'm still doing that now so I had a friend whose aunt owns a business here who then I sat down and had an informal interview just to like pick pick people's brains I know we talked about that phrase before um and then that person introduced me to the young professionals group that I'm involved in now so it's just like a long like chain of people that you have to get through but eventually you start to build like oh yeah that person's from there and that person's from there like you get the notion of small walkie but still with the benefits and like the positive aspects of being in a city and I think it's interesting because I've always been here so Mm -hmm. I've never I always like you always know people or know of people who know people. Uh, it's just like growing up in this area, I think it's uh, like mm-hmm. I've never had to do that. Mm-hmm. Come in and not know anything or yeah. anybody. It's an adjustment. But luckily, like you said, the, mid- the Midwest mentality is really helpful because, or, you know, it helped me because people have been really kind and willing to help. So that's always good. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of an antidote to our social media kind of um, culture that we have too mm-hmm. that that real circles of people and people that you actually recognize when you're out and about or that you work with and then end up doing informational interview mm-hmm. or whatever it is that actual face-to-face connection and recognizing someone makes you feel like you are part of a community in a way that's getting less and less common in the world because so much of what we do is like you recognize people by their handle that's mm-hmm. sad to me when you know somebody yeah. by their handle and yeah. not their name or their face. That's there's a downside to all that. So, yeah. do you think uh, Chicago and Seattle have any aspects of small, like small walking? I'm sure it's like any business. Like once you've been in a certain industry, you probably start to familiarize like key players, and like you probably do the same networking things, or you guys are invited to the same like community events or, or whatnot but I don't know I like I said I haven't been I haven't officially lived in Chicago since oh, I l- left for college what about your, the community you grew up in so so Chicago like where I grew up in like as a kid yeah so I mean it was I mean, yeah it's, I mean it's Chicago I you have your neighborhoods but like again when you're little like you don't really pay attention to to those like the only thing I could really associate like a small feeling was my aunt and our my mom like we lived 
blocks from each other. So it was always like family was always around and that was like your community, I guess. And yeah, I mean, obviously once you get involved in school activities, you start seeing the same people, things like that. But that's my only experience from like Chicago as like a kid, not really as a young professional. I feel like it does come down to neighborhoods Mm -hmm. in bigger cities, the neighborhoods and like Jasmine said, the professional. So what you do dictates who you see more Mm -hmm. than it would in a smaller city. Whereas feel like South, like all of Southeast Wisconsin's almost a small Milwaukee. Like if you know people like in the Burbs or you know it's not just the city Milwaukee proper. Yeah, Milwaukee yeah. proper or whatever. It's just, I mean because I didn't grow up in Milwaukee per se, but you know I feel like everybody knows everybody. Or and then you always ask where people went to high school, mm-hmm. and because that'll tell you you know about the area of other people they know. Yeah. So yeah. I always ask where people went to high school. I've seen you do that. Yeah. <laughs> Even when people come to pitch you for yeah. like vendors and people come, she's always like finding the, the circle yeah, that so they I, fit into. It's I a just, good research. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, I just met a vendor and I'm like, I think your sister lived on the same <laughs> floor as me in an apartment building. And he's and I'm like, whoever. And he's like, oh yeah, she did. Like, That's just funny. like that mm-hmm. type of thing. I'm like, oh yeah, I, we lived a couple doors down. and Yeah. Yeah, so I'm sure that helps with, like, as a business owner, you know, how does that benefit you as a business owner and, like, a prominent individual in the Milwaukee area? You know, like, that has to tie in somehow the the notion of Milwaukee, right? Well, I do think our client, if you look at our client list, it comes, like, the main clients that we have, there is some connection personally for Tom or Kathleen or somebody else mm-hmm. who works here that that like that's part of our specific culture. Um, the, the chemistry with clients matters and you end up working with people that you like to be around because it's enjoyable then. Yeah, and they follow, if they go to a different company, they'll mm-hmm. still yeah, we follow that. Yeah. yeah. That's good. So, are there any downfalls to a small walkie notion? Hmm. I don't think so. I mean, sometimes when, like, you grow up in the area, you don't, like, let's say, you know, high school people. I don't always want to run into, like, <laughs> high school people that <laughs> That's I fair. went to high school That's with. That's fair, yeah. Like, so I tend to live a little mm-hmm. bit further from where I grew up. I mean, you still can run into people, but, like, I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I don't like, have any drawbacks. Random people showing kind of. up at the grocery store, like then you weren't maybe friends with in mm-hmm. high school, but you have to say hi to them and because you know them, work. and then it's like the yeah the eye contact, and you're like, I know, oh, or you avoid them. No, just Canadian avoid people. <laughs> life lessons from yeah. Julie. Yeah, life lessons from Julie. Just say hello. And just say hello. Yeah, go about your day. <laughs> no, I I always do, but yeah, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think you know, mm-hmm. but. I think you tend to get less of that as you get older, mm-hmm. like around Angela's kind of people. Yeah. I don't really see any drawbacks. I feel like Milwaukee's the perfect size. Like, I wonder sometimes if we hadn't been living here when Tom was re- thinking about starting the business, if it would have even worked in a different setting. It's so much our culture to have those relationships and it's such a and the business itself at that time especially because it wasn't as digitally based um, the business itself is sort of dependent on having a certain number of big 
companies and potential clients nearby, but balancing that with a smaller kind of culture and, and ethos, it's perfect. I feel like it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I've been seeing that more and more as I've gotten into working in a communications firm and, and knowing about agencies. You know, we, everyone here comes from a, you know, certain background of communications and PR and, um, and everything else that comes along with communications. But, you know, it's nice to talk to, you know, for example, Ashley, you know, she'll have like some insights to other agencies or other experiences that she's worked with. So it's great to have that resource of like her being connected to other, you know, individuals or places mm-hmm. in the area, kind of get, get some more knowledge on that. Yeah, I think the more you work in the city and other places, yeah, you develop that too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've only worked here too. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think about like what's been the easiest place to like build a network for me. Or like, yeah, I guess I spent quite some time in central Illinois. So I felt like when we left that, I felt like I was leaving like a good chunk of people that I knew both personally and professionally and that's it's a difficult transition but yeah i feel like my family is on its own little network <laughs> that's <laughs> true we yeah. have kind of a big family extended well yeah that's but like difference. like i was saying my sister and my dad knew everybody so it's like you run into people all the time mm-hmm. and my dad was so well connected in the community that you know you just that's his personality yeah yeah I yeah. wonder about how the numbers would bear out if you looked at Milwaukee compared Milwaukee area generally, not just the city, compared to other areas in the country, even cities the same size. How the return rate compares? So, like people leave for college or for a job, but end up coming back. I feel like, especially in our neighborhood where we live, there are tons of people who came back when they had kids because Milwaukee is a place where there are job opportunities. Mm-hmm. It's a good size. Uh, city with a good economy and yet you can have a a lifestyle that is um, geared around your family and is enjoyable in a way that it might not be in a bigger city Mm -hmm. I bet the numbers are good compared to other cities for us I don't know that'd be a good research topic slash second podcast we should have come with numbers I know Um, so, you know, again, going back to, you know, why is this an important topic, you know, for professional development? Hmm, That's a good question. Well, I feel like you can network more easily in a place Mm -hmm. where there is that kind of connection and circles that overlap. Yeah. And if you work at, like I said, if you work at different places around town and, or if you're in a certain, like. Um, not industry, but like I'm in HR, so you get to know all the HR people, yeah. you know, around town, or you join a group and mm-hmm. you kind of network that way. Yeah. This might not be true, but I feel like there's also a difference in your people are more accessible in a smaller big city. So your access to um, executives and people who have been in their field for a long time and are very accomplished, I feel like that is much better here than it would be in a bigger city. Uh, Just because of the number of people there are and the number of companies and the time that they have to allocate. So I feel like you have some the benefits of a small town like you're everybody's family in a way Mm -hmm. yeah i think especially like like 
back in the days, like, my grandmother was the head nurse at St. Mary's, so, like, I feel like a lot of people, you mentioned that, like, my last name is Doherty or whatever, they're like, oh, we knew your grandmother from, because she was, like, one of the bigger, you know, nurses at St. Mary's, and she helped people have beat, you know, it's just like that stuff too. Yeah. It's crazy. And if you have a specific question or a specific expert that you want to get a hold of, there's a good chance you can find somebody who knows somebody who can get you their phone number and their ear for 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, yeah, work makes, talking about professional development, mm-hmm. work makes a lot of networks. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Are there certain Maybe places are pretty the common for these small walking interactions to happen? Okay, this isn't personal interaction, but if you live here or if you visit here, you just have to go to the waterfront and stop for a minute and think how rare it is to be in a city this size and have that long strip of um, park space, like open space. And you can just drive down there, park your car on the side of the street, and you're right there at the lake in one of the most beautiful spots in the world. And it's so easy to get there. That whole, like that would never happen in Chicago or Seattle. Beautiful waterfront, sure, but it's a hassle to Mm -hmm. get there and use it. Oh, yeah. So I I feel like a lot of things just happen organically, like you go to a restaurant or a bar or you go out to the grocery, you know, you just, here you just run into people. I wouldn't say there's a specific spot that I know of that. You know, you run into people all the time. Yeah. That's part of the beauty of it is that yeah. they're everywhere. Like, you run into them depending on what your phase of life is. You, you just start making small talk or talking to somebody. And then you, I always try to find a connection to somebody. Yeah. You know, so I'm always asking, like, like I said, like, where'd you go to high school or where, you know. So you try to make a connection like that. Yeah. I like to do that. To yeah, no, that's good. Of anybody they know of or whatever. Yeah. That's why people love to talk to you, Julie, because they're all, <laughs> that's like that open-ended kind of get their info. Yeah, I think I get that from my dad. And yeah, it is. My family's kind of like that. So. It's nice. That's a good skill to have. Not, yeah. not everyone can just do that or like to do that, I suppose. So what's something that you would want our listeners who may or may not be from Milwaukee, but if they're not from Milwaukee, what's something that you want people to know about our city? that shouldn't be hard I feel like I used up my good answer on the the lakefront the lakefront yeah yeah the lakefront was good it's in it not inexpensive but it's like it's reasonable reasonable it's affordable affordable to live here and if people start a family here and it's a big enough city to get the city feel but it's not as crazy as Chicago or yeah I was just in Chicago this weekend and it's crazy yeah and it's nicely situated for getting like you can be in chicago in an hour and 15 minutes so if you want even bigger city you can go there or you can go north door county or like even as close as like if you head out of town by 20 minutes out of town it feels like you're really in like farmland Mm -hmm. it's a whole different yeah totally if you leave like go an hour away you feel like you're away from the city and Mm -hmm. it's only an hour away so that's nice yeah i keep telling friends or family like come visit like it's really not that far like chicago to milwaukee is not bad and then they get like oh yeah it's not that far and like you guys have i'm like yeah i don't know what people think milwaukee is but like we have the lakefront we have coffee we have restaurants we have bars we have yeah we have lakes yeah we have like outdoor 
st- beer gardens, mm-hmm. parks, uh, literally anything that you could you could want. Think you of. know what's funny? I listen to a blog or a, a podcast. Um, it's like a food food comedy show uh, Ooh, from Seattle. It's hilarious. Sometimes it's a little off color, so be warned. But hilarious. <laughs> And they are sponsored by Milwaukee Tourism, which is hilarious to me. Huh. Like, and they they tout various things. Sometimes things I haven't heard of in the ads. I'm like, why are we advertising in Seattle? But I don't know. I could imagine like growing up anywhere else. Yeah, I guess if you you know if you've always been here, I don't know. I truly never thought I'd I I for sure I was like after college like I'm moving back to Chicago like that's place I know that's the place I grew up in like that's what's gonna happen but life clearly had different plans for me so yeah you were meant to be in a brand again yeah there you <laughs> go <laughs> so we're talking about all the benefits of Milwaukee so if someone um, who's living in the area and listening to this podcast if they feel like they're not taking advantage of this or like they haven't heard of this before or they haven't experienced this is there anything that you recommend on you know, what they could do to maybe immerse themselves a little bit more in the city, whether that be personally or professionally? I think, like, I bring it back to that connection thing, like, just strike up a conversation with somebody and find a common ground or a connection with somebody, and then it usually leads to something else. You know, even at the grocery store or shopping or at a bar or restaurant or at work, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it'll always lead to opportunities, Mm -hmm. work or personally. I think mm-hmm. the answer would be the same-ish, no matter where you were. But in Milwaukee specifically, maybe this is the whole Midwest, I feel like there's this time when it gets to be springtime and summer where Milwaukeeans in specific know you have like two to three good months and that's it, where you'll be outside and be really um, a little freer from work and have beautiful weather and everybody gets happy and interactive. Mm-hmm. That's the that's time true. to mm-hmm. pounce for your networking. Yeah. Like <laughs> just good... converse with everyone you can. Yeah. Plus also don't like do everything on email and, um, yeah, like talk to messaging. People. Yes. Pick up the phone or go or, like just yeah. set up a meeting, set mm-hmm. up a meeting yeah. instead of, instead of doing it digitally. Sometimes the efficiency that you gain is not worth it because that little chit chat yields a conversation about who you know. You, yeah. You can't really get to know somebody unless yeah. you meet them in person. Mm-hmm. And those, those, uh, kind of organic circles and how they cross over will only come out if you can relax and enjoy each other for a minute. Yeah. Nice. Well, thanks for listening. I appreciate your insight into Milwaukee. For those who are listening, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Brannigan Communications. And to listen to this episode and many more, you can find us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.